Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hi, this is Candy, and (laughs) I'm really excited to be with you again this evening. So full disclosure, I had this episode that I had written today, and it was just a very slow process of writing it. And you know, finally tonight it just flowed. I was in the pool. I stood there. I wrote everything out and it was all about healing in the Akashic records, specifically a specific technique. And then all of a sudden something started to switch inside of me. Um, before I, (laughs) I had dinner (laughs) and then all of a sudden I start finding things of when I was a little girl in the house and I made a decision that I think it's important to talk about awakening our inner child in business and for energy, for the energy of flow and alignment. And I, it was just such a moment of realization. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to follow my intuition, like practice what you preach candy. So Welcome. Tonight, we're going to be talking about um, awakening your inner child and playing more and what that can do for your business. So I want to tell you what I have all around me and how this uh, transformation (laughs) from what I had planned literally less than 20 minutes ago to uh, kind of freebasing what I'm going to be talking about a little bit today. I don't know if free base is the right word, sorry. Um, So today I'm really excited about what's on my desk and I'm going to tell you, (laughs) I'm a hot mess uh, on my desk today, but, but it's also very playful and it feels very fun. So I have my pink cotton balls in a glass container um, that I keep uh, in the bathroom and I brought it into my office because I'm going to take my fingernail polish off while we're talking because I want to play and I want to nurture myself. So I'm going to do that. And then I have uh, this really cool color nail polish I'm going to put on tonight because I'm going to be playing and nurturing myself. And it is called the Tea Factor. Is that the color? Hmm. I guess that's what it is. And it's an Essies, E-S-S-I-E. That's the nail polish I like. So I'm going to use that. Also in front of me, and this is how it all got started. Oops, I dropped it. So I was in the basement. My son, well, all of us, right, in our houses were repurposing rooms that we had in order to give ourselves all more space since many of you might have children working out of um, the home or maybe you, your husband, and a couple of your children are in the home. And that's where we're going to be for the next, um, at least until Christmas. So we're all making our homes a little more comfortable. So my son was, we have a, a basement office and then I have my upstairs office and 
So he was cleaning some things out and I happened to look at the pile and all of a sudden it was like a moment of a flashback that took me back to a moment when I was a little girl in my bedroom and there were these two prints and they're hummels and they're very, they're really, really short. They're probably, you know, about like six inches by six inches, if that. And there's a a picture of a little boy and what hummels are, um, people really like them when people like to keep tchotchkes and stuff like that. Uh, we're obviously getting out of that era now. But I found these two little prints, like from when I was a little girl, and they were Hummels. And these little prints have, have one boy and one girl. And Hummels almost look like a, a watercolor, and they are very distinctive. There's a lot of dark tones, even though there's color. And it looks like the flowers are consistent, and there's like little tree branches with little dots of pink flower. And, um, the boys are always depicted a little more mischievous. And there's always a bird that looks like a weird crowish type of thing. This one actually looks like a a combination, which is quite interesting. Uh, the Phoenix bird, (laughs) which now that I'm looking at it, I have one girl and one boy and my son's name is Phoenix. So, Um, and these were from my bedroom when I was a little girl and I'm 59. So these were probably up before I was even born. Um, and Hummels are something like from Germany, I believe. So I have two of these little prints and I just, something touched my heart because it took me back. So take a deep breath in and maybe you too might want to remember a time when you were a child maybe a specific time. (laughs) As you take a deep breath and you float back to that time, hmm, what were you seeing or hearing? What What were you feeling? So go ahead and float down into your body and, and feel those feelings of being a sweet, playful child and just something that makes you giggle, or maybe you're just giggling or laughing and you don't even know why your belly feels like tickly. And maybe you're just smiling and happy. And, and so think about that time, because that's exactly what happened to me when I saw these two little prints. And I can remember some thoughts I was having back then I knew my mom really liked these because we had a couple of them in the home and she had a couple little statues that she said were Hummels. And I think she was quite proud of them. And I remember not particularly liking them because the colors weren't as vibrant. But as I look at them now and the consistency of them over the years, it just, they are quite cute. And I could see why some people liked them. So again, the one print has the little phoenix bird sitting on the tree. The little boy looks a little impish. The bird is pulling on the front curls or the front strands of the little boy's head, and he's holding uh, about three or four different colors, like a green feather. Of, he's holding in his hands feathers, and one's green, one's yellow with a red tip, and one's orange. And And, oh, I guess that's why the bird's pulling his head, because... 
<laughs> they match the colors of the bird, the greens and the yellows, uh, kind of like the phoenix bird that you sometimes see. And I guess <laughs> the bird must have got pissed off at the little kid and is pulling his hair. So <laughs> I've never seen that. Um, so think that. Think about what I'm saying for a moment. I never saw this. All the years, you know, I looked at these as a child and never got that the boy pulled <laughs> three feathers out of this bird's tail. And the, the bird's not happy with the little boy. So I don't know what I saw before, but I just now got it. <laughs> it only took me 59 years. <laughs> so let me talk, talk about the other one quick. And the other one, it look, it's a little girl. She has an angel wing on her back. She's singing and singing. Her mouth's open. Her eyes are closed. The wind's blowing through her hair. And there's a little bird with its mouth as open as hers is sitting on the tip of her little blue um, shoes. And it's singing and singing. And then there's a little pussy willow tree, you know, with the little fuzzy uh, ends. And it looks like there's a type of a bumblebee or some sort of a bug with wings sitting on the, the pussy willow plant. And she's playing guitar. She has daisies in front of her. Just a happy little girl playing and playing and singing and singing. And I remember feeling happy when I saw this print, um, the little girl singing. So I'm going to put these in my spare bedroom. But they make me feel like I'm a little girl again by looking at them because I remember looking at them. Guess what else is on my desk? <laughs> so there's this, it's called the Tiny Golden Library. And um, there's Walt Disneyland stories. There's Dorothy um, Cun Cunhart's tiny animal stories and Dorothy Cunhart's tiny nonsense stories. So there's like three different series of books. And I really remember these. And each book is numbered and they have a, a different storyline. And one is the, um, the seven dwarfs. And, um, I see that either myself or my sister, uh, decided that we were going to write very neatly and apparently had absolutely no writing skills at all because there's no letters, it's scribbles, but it's very well done. I'm very proud of my scribbles. So I think... <laughs> I just think that's really cute. And <clears throat> there's a Walt Disney story. It's number 35. It's called Bottle Beetle. <laughs> I remember so many times putting this in my little hands. And this felt like quite the big book in my hands. And this this is probably only about two inches, if that, um, high and maybe two and a half inches wide. So as soon as I start looking at these pictures, again, I had these associations of when I was a small child and what I thought this story meant. So I may read this at the very end because I consciously don't remember <clears throat> what this story really meant. So why did I pick the subject of play and 
of creating more energy in your business and in your life, it's because I really believe we all work too darn hard in America. I don't know about other countries. I shouldn't say I don't know that. Um, I have clients in about eight, at least eight different countries right now. Um, New Zealand, Austria, Ireland, Colombia. Um, I don't know if I said New Zealand. Yeah, I think I did. Dublin, Ireland, Brazil. There's there's a couple more. I'm I'm losing them for right now. But when I talk to people in other countries, they're they seem like they have more holidays and they make sure that they take time for holidays for their reboot. In America, I don't I don't want to say I don't think that we all don't take enough time, but I do think that there's pretty much of a standard that it's like work, 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 work until exhaustion. And when you're that depleted or you let yourself get that depleted, it doesn't serve your body, your soul, your mind, your heart. It doesn't serve anything well. So tonight I thought, I'm just going to connect with all of you and talk a little bit about who we are and that child that actually inside of us longs to come out and play. So come out and play with me tonight. (laughs) Let's play together. And I also have, so I invite you to get, I have a cup of tea. It's uh, French vanilla and half of it's a cup of tea. And I found this machine in my cupboard. Like I said, we're reorganizing, repurposing areas and it's a latte machine. It like stirs up cream and, or milk and it froths it and warms it. So it's kind of cool because if your tea's hot and then you have warm frothy milk, then, um, it kind of makes like a little dessert. So I feel like I'm having my dessert. So I'm holding it up to the mic and I'm cheering you on and I'm hoping that you're getting a little drink as well so that we're having a drink together, doing our nails, looking at little children's books and just enjoying the evening together. Mm, I just had a nice sip and it feels so warm in my belly. So I invite you to enjoy yourself this evening. Let's talk a little bit about your business and that childlike quality inside of you and how important that is to integrate into your business. Recently, I'm in the middle of doing a summit and the one woman that is my conversion copywriter, she always says, are you ready to play? Every time she says that, I get so (laughs) excited. I'm thinking, who says that? Usually it's about work. Let's get this work done. But when you really love, I should say, and when you really love your business, it doesn't align when you use the word work. Do you have to get some things done that you don't like to do? Mm -hmm, A little bit. But I've learned, (laughs) I'm going to say and, I've learned that if there's things that I don't like or that I'm not good at, I don't try to do them anymore. 
because I want to stay in play. And for me, being able to access the Akashic records and connect with another person so deeply that it has, it feels almost intimate because it is an intimate connection when you're um, playing or helping somebody's soul to realign to its highest and truest purpose. To me, that feels so joyful. And I do have to hold space when moments get challenging, when somebody chooses to release a pattern that's kept them stuck or blocked. And we're also able to play with each other and laugh and giggle and say, thank goodness that's gone. So there's a type of celebration that I believe I'm connected to in the Akashic Records when I'm, you know, helping somebody uh, to clear a block. So the first thing that I invite you to do is to just get simply get in the mode of more playful spirit at work and using, this is actually number two, using more playful language. Do you think conversion copywriting is easy or fun? Yeah, because the person I was working with made it easy and fun. She just devised a way to make it seamless so it didn't feel painful. <laughs> like sometimes for me, writing copy is not as a positive experience when I do it by myself. But when somebody invites me to play, I'm in. So tears again. <laughs> Let's play. Let's have our little tea and um, do our nails together if you like. If you're a guy, we could do our nails together too. Because we're playing. My son just knocked on the door. I feel bad. He wanted to play too. <laughs> he was like knocking on the door. I'm like, hey, I'm recording. It's like, you need a red light. <laughs> so I want to play with him soon. So I just wanted to share some things with you about the energy of your business. And if you feel might be feeling a little stuck, um, I really invite you to lean into the energy of play. Some of you might not have been traveling and you were traveling in the past or going on vacations, and maybe you weren't able to go on a vacation this year. So so what is it that you're going to do to bring out the little child inside of you? Maybe get an ice cream cone, if you eat ice cream, and if that's cool for you. I often feel like I'm a little girl when I go out just to get ice cream. I remember when I was a little girl, we lived in kind of a remote area, um, and there wasn't a lot around, so a big deal on Sunday was getting in the car and um, going for a drive to get ice cream. My dad would get butter pecan, my mom would get lemon if they had it. I don't know what type of ice cream. I think I was either a chocolate or a vanilla girl at the time. I absolutely loved Dairy Queen mixes. Uh, if you could find a Dairy Queen, we had a Dairy Queen bias. So another childlike thing, you know, getting an ice cream cone. If you have a swing set in your neighborhood, what about taking a swing, you know, getting on a swing and putting your head back and I'm just going back and forth and looking at the sky upside down. When's the last time you did that? 
or maybe going in a swimming pool and like going deep in the water and just pretending like you could breathe. I remember I did that all the time and I would just push the water away from me and push the water away from me. And just, I felt like I could stay under the water all day long. I can't imagine how great my lungs must have been back then, but my eyes would get so burny from the salt or from the, the chlorine, <laughs> but I would always have fun. So what are you going to commit to tonight? Write it down, own it, pick a date. Maybe you want to take a drive all day, you know, go somewhere all day and just drive. Maybe you're going to play hooky from work if you can. And if it feels an alignment. So how's your little child going to show up? Does it want to come out and play? So today I'm also going to I don't know why I want to do this so much, but I, I really want to read this little book, this Walt Disney's um, Bottled Beetle. <laughs> and all these years, you know, when I was a little girl, I couldn't read. I couldn't even write, obviously, you know, from some of the drawings that I'm seeing. But I do remember making up adventures and I would make up different adventures for this little beetle. And so there's like a little ant or a little beetle and the front cover has big green leaves and it has a silly little ant, no mouth, a round eye, you know, a dark colored ant it has feet that are green. Um, it has arms that are red and so are the legs. And then it almost looks like it has gloves on. And this little ant's marching along and has a stick. And then the pouch is one of those old-fashioned red and white pouches. Like the little ant is running away from home. I think that's what I thought it meant when I was a little kid. And then the first picture is, uh, you know, this, this little ant with a pipe underneath a mushroom. And four mushrooms all lined up doo, 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 right behind them. So I'm going to read you a bedtime story. <laughs> so pull up your tea, get your jam jams on, and let's have some fun tonight. And take a break from all that stuff that you're, that's keeping you busy and lean into that little kid inside, the one that wants to come out and play. <laughs> Here we go, your bedtime story. Grandpa Bottle Beetle sat back and filled his pipe. <laughs> Great, they were teaching kids to smoke back then. Yes, he said, I've had some real adventures in my day. Why, I remember one time long ago. And then he was off. And this is the wonderful story he told. I was just a young bug then, eager to roam. So with my pack upon my back, I set out from home. Hey, I was right. He was running away. It wasn't long, though, before I stopped. And suddenly, two for the ground just dropped. 
now it shows a big footprint with the ant looking at it, like a big human footprint, this tiny little ant. And it says, hmm, I thought, yes, often I do. This looks like the print of a giant shoe. Then as I stood there thinking fast, a great dark shadow came sweeping past. I jumped to one side and just in time, as I was soon swept up in the shadows climb. So the image shows uh, a boot with jeans walking and the ant has now taken a ride on the tip of this work boot. Up and down I swoop and sway. When the dizzy ride stopped, I just tottered away. Hmm, I think I was on point so far in this book. Then what should I see? Not far ahead, but a roaring fire and a thing I dread. A forest fire, I thought, and ran straight into the giant's frying pan. So what they're showing is an old-fashioned coffee pot and um, like a campfire with a stew brewing on top and a can of beans and one of those old cast iron skillets. Of course, I did not know that then... I didn't even know they were men. (laughs) This is adorable. But soon I was swooped through the air, higher and higher. Then down went the pan, right on top of the fire. There was no place to jump to, and I could not fly. At last I thought I'll surely fry. Boy, this isn't like trauma-inducing, right? So there's the the poor little ant looks very bewildered, sitting in this cast iron skillet on top of a of a campfire with a, a metal rack in between rocks, and it looks like mustard and uh, a tin uh, plate with a fork, some used up match matches and some potatoes and onions and a salt shaker. <laughs> looks like ant might. Might be having a hard day. Let's see what happens. These little pages don't turn very nicely anymore. But as I sizzled, spatter, and splat, down came the rain and fixed all that. (laughs) The flames beneath me hissed and dried. I mopped my brow and slowly... (sighs) Side. <laughs> so now the little ant is jumping around in the cast iron skillet and there's little puffs of smoke and he has his hands like to the sky in gratitude. But I was happy much too soon. Up went the frying pan towards the moon. Well, it wasn't quite that high it went, but I found myself on a shelf in a tent. They must have put their pan away. Turning the page. 
Now there's a little very forlorn like uh, ant. He's sitting and he has his hands like tucked into his chin. His eyes are kind of rolled up in the air like he's just spent and his little antennas are droopy. It was a long, long way to jump. I knew that I would get some bump. It looked as if I had no choice except to stay. Then I heard a voice. Hang on to that bottle beetle there, it said. Those creatures are very rare. So now you see uh, a gentleman's hand with flannel shirt and a white envelope um, grasping and scooping up this little ant who doesn't look too happy. Down came a paper through the air. They thought they would trap me there. But the ant now jumps and the hands are reaching for him. I closed my eyes. <gasps> One, two, I jumped and landed. Thumpity cur, thump. And now you've seen a, one of those old-fashioned green lanterns with a uh, the pilot that's like a white sock. And um, now you see the little ant flying down through the air. It must have jumped and it's by the lantern now. So it's in full vision. When I came to, I saw daylight. And so I ran with all my might away from all those giant men. And I've stayed clear of such since then. The end. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. So that's all the words that I couldn't, I didn't know when I was a little kid. But I think the stories I made up, I liked probably a little bit better. I do remember feeling a little scared for the bottle beetle. So there you have it. A little story for your evening and an invitation, an invitation to play, to use your childlike behavior, childlike inner self, go find a hula hoop, get some jacks. Remember those jacks? Something that you can move with, that gets you out of your head, something that you can touch or that you can smell or feel. Or something that takes you back to a time, a specific time when you wanted to have fun. So for me, I'm enjoying my little toys that I have in front of me. I don't know what I'm going to do with these tiny little library books. I think I'm going to read some more. Oh, I just found April Fool. I remember that. It's a frog and a little... Um, sailor's outfit. Oh, nothing's in there. I must have tore it out or lost it. <laughs> so I guess I'll never know what was in the April Fool book. With And it says, pinch me. Oh, and it's book number 16. And that's that. So enjoy yourself. Do a little self-nurturing. Maybe take a bath and pull out some oils and put them in the tub and soak and wiggle your toes and let the water flow. 
take some more time to enjoy and be in joy because that aligned vibration of enjoying and enjoying um, some time for yourself actually fuels you. Like right now, tonight, this wasn't a hard podcast. It was simple and it was easy. It made me happy. I hope it made you happy. I hope it made you happy that I read you a little story, a good night story. So I'm wishing you a peaceful night, a restful night with joy and enjoy. Go nurture yourself. Maybe have a cup of tea. Maybe do your nails. I don't know. What, what, what would a guy do? My son would go play a video game. That's what he would do. So good night and thank you for listening. And thank you for letting me go down memory lane. And I hope you were able to go down memory lane as well. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.